You've been busy. Ma'am, you, oh, Lord have mercy, you have no idea. This is the biggest blessing in the world. You know, I would have never thought in a million years that my story would be so inspirational and it would reach literally all over the world. I've been having people from Australia, Japan, yes. Korea, um, Jamaica, all, all over the country reaching out to me. And it's just crazy. Lee Lee, what kind of music do you like? Real up-to-date gospel music that allow me to, um... Queen, it's time to cross over. Here we go. Today I folded my hands over you. Shed a few tears and thank God for you. See, I tried giving love in the past, but I guess he was saving. Oh, yeah. Fast for fast. Oh, God, just show it. Sip this tea and get my dress right <laughs> Netflix and chill out, ain't it sweet? Uh, He'll bless you too if you just believe We cuddled up like three degrees three. Look at what the Lord has done for me I remember when this song came out, and I was like, oh, is this gospel? Can I play this on the church van when we drive up to the guest churches? Because I don't need the saints looking at me like I'm crazy. And come to find out it was gospel, and I had everybody hooked on the like for me. Yo, give me one for Aretha. Today I folded my hands over you. Shed a few tears, and thank God for you. Thank you See, I tried to love in the past, but I guess he was saving oh, yeah. Saves the best for last. Oh God, just show it off. That's the way he does. Hey, yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, yes he, he is. is. Yes, he is. Oh God, just show it off. Show him off. Show him off. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right, yes, that is what you got to say. I'm Mary, like Mary, Mary, but no, it's just Mary. <laughs> yeah. Forrest Gump. Church pew and some chocolate. Drippy in my times, I'm so awkward lit. Fairy tales, wishing well. Hit the best scenes, she wish you well. I'm around my world, equator. Why we on these doorsteps, newspaper? If you tell your mama I'm a church dude, she'll let me slide through the crib like a house shoe. Today I folded my hands over you. Shed a few tears and thank God for thank you. See, I tried. You try. He's always covering you. Uh-huh. He saves the best for last. Don't worry about the past. Celebration is last. All right. I love that song. It is called Showing Off because, you know, sometimes God can really get to showing off. All right. <laughs> that was Sir the Baptist featuring Kiki Sheard, Donald Lawrence, not Carlton Banks, and Crystal Lee. Today, we have an amazing show for you today. We have Darion Cockrell, who is the ex-gang member turned teacher of the year for the state of Missouri. 
He is an inspiration to so, 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 so many, and I can't wait to share him with you. Also, we have my girl, Keandra Lockett, who is in the building with us today, and I'm so excited because we're going to take a second to dig behind the ministry in her music, and also, um, she's here for the inspirational music highlights, so we're going to talk music, we're going to do some letters for hope, we're going to do a whole lot of stuff today, so y'all stay tuned, we'll be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah,
My name is Pepita, also known as Angel, and I am inspired by a dose of hope. It's time, y'all, for the Unsung Hero Series. Um, I just want to first thank you for um, just giving of yourself so freely. I mean, this show has was created to celebrate people who uh, go above and beyond themselves. And you, sir, have definitely done that. So welcome to A Dose of Hope Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. This is, this is an honor, so I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. And please allow us to celebrate and congratulate you on being the 2020 Teacher of the Year for the state of Missouri. How does that feel? Uh, it's amazing. You know, for me, it definitely comes around for a circle considering that, you know, everyone for the amazing teachers that I had in my life, I definitely would not have uh, been on this journey uh, in the most positive way. So, yes, thank you for those teachers who got me to where I am because if it were not for them, I would not have been Missouri's Teacher of the Year. So, yeah. Okay, so can you give us a little background? I mean, I've read a lot about you, but I would rather you say it. Absolutely. So I was born and raised in the city of St. Louis. Uh, My grandmother raised me because, unfortunately, uh, my grandmother or my mother was addicted to drugs. Um, I lost my father at the age of four to uh, both drug and gun violence. So my grandmother raised me. Um, You know, she did the best that she could with the... uh, lack of tools and resources that were available in the environment in which we lived in. But um, I stayed with my grandmother after being in foster care for a year because what happened was when I was living with my mom and she was, you know, having our struggles with uh, drug addiction, the state took us from her and then we were put into a foster home. We bounced around foster homes, my siblings and I, I want to say for about five or six months. And then my grandmother fortunately found us and brought us back together. So I was able to live with my grandmother in the city of St. Louis from about the age of, um, I would say six or seven until I was 13. Now, between those years though, it was crazy. You know, my grandmother, as I said, did everything that she could. Yeah. With the, you know, lack of resources and tours that she had, but I mean, she cried her best. But when she was out there trying to work to provide for us, our mindsets were, well, we don't want my grandmother struggling and trying to do everything herself. Right. So we want to see what we can do to put food on the table. Because even though we were going to school and our educators were trying to tell us what we should or shouldn't be doing at the end of the day, they didn't have to go to a house where the lights might not have been on. Right. They didn't, they didn't live in that water. reality. Exactly. They didn't live in that reality. So they didn't understand that we know that education is good for us. But at the end of the day, we have to eat. That's right. And that's what it was. And... It got to a point where I was becoming closer with my uh, school counselor and different teachers at my school. And with me having an older brother and him being kicked out of school because of drugs, they didn't want me going down that same road. So when the state came to my grandmother's house when I was 13 years old, they told her, okay, we're taking both of your oldest. So that was myself and my older brother, and we're putting them in a military boot camp in Torquio, Missouri, which was like three hours, three or four hours away from where we were staying with my grandmother. Now, my counselors and teachers at my middle school knew that in order for me to be successful, two things had to happen. One, I had to continue with that support and that foundation that I had at that middle school. Two, I had to be removed from the environment in which I lived. Right. But even though I was being removed from the environment by putting me into this boot camp, they knew that I would lose that structure that they had already built for me. So my counselor 
and a few of my teachers and my principal went to court and they fought to get like some kind of legal guardianship of me so the state wouldn't take me to that military boot camp. Wow. Now they ended up taking, they took my older brother but they did not take me. They actually, um, my counselor made it to where I was put into this uh, boys home a mile away from my middle school. And my counselor became like my legal guardian and she picked me up from that boy's home, drove me to middle school, and then took me back from middle school to the boy's home every day for about six months. You know, that is amazing. And it truly just speaks to the power of when people step in and do what's right for other people, regardless of um, what it costs them. They just see that there's a need and step in and feel that need. We'll be right back with Darian Cockrell. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we gon' walk it out. Move mountains, we gon' walk it out and move mountains. Silence is quiet And it feels like it's getting hard to breathe And I know you feel like dying But I promise we would take the world to its feet Move I won't take Bring it to its feet Of the A, I will rise. 
a thousand times again And we'll rise up I like the waves We'll rise up In spite of the ache We'll rise up And we'll do it a thousand times again You That was Rise Up, and it simply reminds us that in spite of the ache, to rise up. We challenge you today, no matter what you're going through, rise up! Let's get back to the interview with Darion Cockrell. That summer, leaning into eighth grade, I started playing football, and that's when I met my football coach and his family. Okay. And, uh, eventually, I ended up moving in with them. They adopted me, and they got me through the rest of middle school and high school and just provided me with so many amazing resources and opportunities that I would have never had had I stayed in that environment where I lived in the city. And because of them and the stuff they allowed me to have and get and have resources, uh, you know, at the palms of my hands, it allowed me to go to college and do things that I would have never thought of yes. doing when I was in the city, you know? Absolutely. So, and the thing is, you got to understand that I had, a, I had a lot of friends who were in the same predicament as me. Mm-hmm. And they had... You know, families and other people from the suburbs in which I ended up living, trying to help them as well. But their mindset was completely different than mine. Theirs was, I don't need help. I'll be okay. Right. And because of that mindset, they didn't want to change. Unfortunately, they weren't. And they're still living in that same situation that they were living in 15 years ago, you know, when we were in high school. Right. You know, and it's it's important. Like you said in one of your videos, you said, change your perspective and you'll change your life. Absolutely. And I love that because you're right. You know, sometimes people um, put on the perception that they don't need help, that, you know, that they're fine the way they are. And if you never open your heart and your mind and your arms to, you know, to better possibilities, then you, you may not ever see them. Hey, man, that is so true. That is so true. And I had to do that. I had to open up my mind and my heart. And what helped me do that was going to that boy's home. Once I was put in that boy's home and I lived there for the years that I did, it allowed me to shed all of that anger, all of that hardness, yes. all of that stuff that I thought was necessary when I lived in a city. And it allowed me to you know, develop empathy, love, respect, and just open it from anyone and everyone. So Right. Because I noticed, I read that you said that you were in a gang, I guess, earlier in the process. Yes, ma'am. You know, so when I was living with my grandmother, I was in a gang. And even when I stepped, that first day that I stepped foot in that boy's home, you know, I had on all my gang colors, I had on my gang shoelaces. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing they made me take off when I got in there. As soon as I walked mm-hmm. in, they said, take off those colors, take off those shoes, we're going to give you some new clothes. Yeah. They didn't want me being associated with any of that stuff negatively that I was bringing into that boy's home. They wanted anything that I do from that step forward to be positive and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for that and, but at the time when I was living in the boys home I didn't want to be there I hated it I was embarrassed about it because I see I didn't go to the same school and those kids in my situation but now looking back at it as an adult oh my god I am so thankful that I was in that boys home for a year because it just took me out of that environment and yeah. it allowed me to just reset my mind and just focus on being a kid and education and just doing something that kids do and I didn't have to worry about where my next meal was coming from or if my family now I still worried about my family, obviously, because they were still in that same predicament. Yes. But a lot of that stress, I didn't have to burden because I was just in a different place, which allowed my mind to just rest and just 
be a kid and be me. Right, Girl. right. And and it makes a difference. You know, I, I especially drew to your story because my mother is a uh, foster care mother. And she has, um, she's had several young, you know, men along the way, her and my father, and they have really been a positive influence in the changing of the mindsets of, yeah. you know, these kids and how they were raised. And I'm always in awe. And, you know, when I see a child that can turn around, you know, that way and, and have the willingness to turn around that way. Absolutely. And so, uh, my question to you is, um, what would you say to kids in your same situation that's struggling to push through? Um, uh, kind of like what I said earlier, just make sure that you keep an open mind and allow people to come into your life to help you. You know, you got to put those guards down and you got to develop empathy and understanding of other people because until you can do that, it will never allow you the, the opportunity to get to know people and know their true heart and know what they can do to help you get to the next point in your life. Like, also, you got to change your mindset and understand that when you continue to tell yourself you don't need help or that you can't do something, then your body won't manifest it. As long as you can change your mindset and change your word and how you approach life, anything is possible. I, as long I would as agree, you yes. are alive and you are breathing, you have the choice to make everything in your life change. But yes. you have to believe that and feel that in your heart in order for that to happen. It's not just going to happen. Absolutely. I know, I know that you said um, early on that you felt as a child that you existed to fail. Yes. And, um, so now looking back at that, we all know that that's not right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but you know, but you know I, I'm a believer. Said. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Finish your saying. I'm sorry, ma'am. I was going to say that I'm a believer that um, everything that we go through in this life has a purpose. Amen. You know, there's a re there's a realness to everything that we go through, no matter how bad we think it is. There is always an other side. It's just the matter if if we endure it and are strong enough to get there. You just stole the word out of my soul. <laughs> I was just going to say that. And a lot of questions I've been getting was, or is, um, if you can go back, what would you say to yourself, or what would you change? And the honest to God, truth is, I would not say anything to myself, and I wouldn't change anything because if I did. I don't know where I would be today. And I'm so grateful, even though at the time I was like literally living the worst life ever. I'm so glad that I was able to make it through that fire because yes. I am a better man for making it through that. And it just goes to show me now that if I can make it through all of those trials and tribulations, that there's nothing in my way stopping me except for me. So as long as I continue to push through and have faith in myself and continue to go about everything in a positive and a loving and respectful way that you know the future is is whatever i want it to be who y'all god is good hold tight i don't want to keep on singing and keep singing i don't want to live for you when not see you in the end. I don't wanna know your name. You not know much before I get to the gate. Please hold me, hold me close. Please hold. Close. Now I don't wanna 
have truly come out of this thing pure gold you know what i mean <laughs> you'll walk through the fire and come out pure gold and i really appreciate you number one for be, just being an inspiration to the world being an inspiration to kids just showing them that anything is possible that there is no limits you know to to the mindset so or, or how they think like they can get out of any situation you just have to want to and i was yeah. watching a video and how you interact with the kids and the children and um and i'm i'm just saying i was just moved i was just touched um you truly are the the teacher of the year i mean you really are of the decade right 
<laughs> it's such One thing a I really want to say about that is that, you know, when I teach, when I do the stuff that I do with my kids and the families that, you know, you know, I have the ability to uh, be around, I never felt like I was going over and beyond. I truly felt like this is what I have to do. This is what I need yes. to do. This is natural. This is normal. I don't feel like I'm doing anything more or anything less than another teacher. Now, other people tell me that I am, but... I truly believe that this is how I should go about doing this because I don't know any other way. Right. And this is the way that I would want a teacher to go about teaching me or making me feel important in life. Absolutely. And you have good examples. You have examples of what it is for people, positive people, to come into your life and interject themselves and, and, and really give of themselves to, to better you. And so as a teacher, it's not hard to be able to instill that same thing in other children. It's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because you, you have the example. But at the end of the day, my number one focus will continue to not only be my family, but just what I'm doing, my students and these families, yes. and just my love for teaching. Yeah. So, and people are always worried, like, Mr. BC, are you going to leave us? I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Y'all stuck with me. Day, I'm just Mr. DC. That's all. I don't care about what all these other people say. I'm just Mr. DC. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know what? It's come at the right time, I think, because we're um, kind of in a place where the world is so uncertain. And there's so much going on that people, you know, just can't quite figure it out. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of different things going on. And so when people get the, an opportunity to share such an inspiration, um, we do. Because it's like, you know, people are just in a bad place. And we just want to be able to offer that light somewhere at the end of yeah. the tunnel. And I think this is just one of those stories that, um, you know, just touched my heart. And, and at the same time, you know, will touch the heart of millions. So... We thank you for joining us. You are so welcome. I, I really appreciate it. And you have, let me see, you have a wife, you have children. I have a wife and I have one beautiful three-year-old little boy named Dawson. Oh, Dawson. That's that's gorgeous. Okay. Well, all right. Well, just tell them thank you for giving, for allowing you to be um, who you are. Because, you know, I know, like, you know, I'm out here. I sing with um, Voices of Fire, which is Pharrell Williams' uh, choir. And I also do a lot of other things. And a lot of times your family has to step in and say, you know, that we're going to allow you to do these things. We're going to allow you to be that to the world because we really just want you to be daddy or mom all the time to us. That is so true. Yes. Yes. Without the support. And and that's one thing that I wish. I wish people would like interview and talk to my wife. But they need to understand that without her support, without her guidance, without her being my rock, like, oh, my Lord, my wife means so much to me and the support she's given me and. The way she's allowed me to navigate this and help me navigate this and, you know, keep me focused and just humble has been a blessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you couldn't do it without her. I would not be able to do it without her and my little boy. My yeah. little, it's so funny because yesterday I was talking to my son. I said, Dawson, do you know your dad's a teacher? He's like, yeah. I said, you know, he's the uh, Missouri State teacher here. He's like, what's that? And then I was trying to explain it to him and he was like, <laughs> And then next thing you know, he's like, okay, let's go play guns. I'm like, come on, man. You don't even care, but it's good because to him, I'm just dad and that's how I want to be. I don't want to be like this. That's it. Like that. I am just daddy and that's, <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I want it to be. Absolutely. You know, I, and I have the same experience. You know, I can tell my kids, I, oh my God, did you see me on Netflix? And they're like, when? <laughs> like, when were you on there? You know, it's like, come on. I need y'all to be excited. <laughs> they just want mom to come home and cook. That's all. 
<laughs> well, again, thank you so much for being an inspiration. We really do appreciate you here at um, Adults of Hope Radio. And um, you didn't have to speak with me today, and you did, and I appreciate it. If there well, is anything we can do, please, please, please reach out to us. Thank you. I certainly appreciate it. God bless you and your family. Stay happy and healthy during this crazy time. Yes, thank and, uh, you. And we're the best for you guys moving forward. So take care, and God bless you guys. You too, and be safe. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Up next, we have Keandra Lockett, and here's her song, Trouble Won't Last. guys that is trouble won't last by keandra lockett now didn't i tell y'all 
that I was going to have her here with me today. Well, she is here. We are excited. So we just want to welcome and thank you for joining us today for our inspirational music segment. Welcome to A Dose of Hope Radio. Hey, hey. Thank hey. you for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you. We appreciate you coming and sharing with us. I mean, I just, you know, it's just so much. I'm sure you guys already know, but I just want to introduce you to this beautiful young lady. She is um, a skilled songwriter and has written for some of the industry's best artists like Kiara Sheard. She's written for Virtue, Zael, and so many others. And, you know, low-key, um, I have been, you know, just kind of watching her and listening to her music. I just absolutely love her music. And I did not even realize that she was with Zael early on. You know, I did not realize that until one day, I think you posted something and you said, Oh, I remember this back in the day. And I was like, what? You know, so it just completely blew me away because I used to, I, I, you know, did a couple shows with Zael just opening up and I just had no idea. And I was like, no wonder I love her so much. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you here. And, you know, so, um, I say all this to say, what don't you do? Because I was reading your bio and I saw a doll deal. Um, Kingdom Empowerment, you're all about that. Billboard songs, you're a writer and an artist. I mean, you are just a whole movement. Thank you. <laughs> I said, my God, we need this sister. She is a whole movement. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I definitely think that it's important to, you know, not just be a singer. And I've always been that way. You know, I think that you should have other things, um, other elements that add to who you are um, as an artist. Um, you see in mainstream, a lot of artists are philanthropists and, you know, they have organizations that they give to as it relates to, like, charities and charity work, all that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, why not do it for Kingdom, you know? Um, just because we're gospel artists doesn't mean that, you know, we can't contribute to other parts of, um, or other, other parts, yeah, other parts of the industry or to, um, uh, to other parts, period, you know? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I just, I, that's, that's me. And you know, that's funny because I'm kind of the same way. People tell me all the time, you know, well, you're this, you're that, you're singing, you're doing this, you know, you're doing all this different stuff. You know, how do you keep your head straight? You're doing so many different things. And it's like, when you're a true artist, God doesn't give you just one talent. And so at the end of the day, it's like, I'm doing, I'm maxim, completely maximizing just as you are, you know, the gifts that God has given you and, and, and more to come. You know, and it's just exciting to see so many different facets of you. And um, then I saw the doll, the doll deal, and I was like, a doll? Like you, you're like the first gospel artist that I've ever heard of to do anything like that. Yes, ma'am. Um, the exciting part about it is that I am the first gospel artist and uh, and the only to um have a uh, a doll deal, a licensing deal. So it's really cool because I was with um. A lady by the name of Sharice Blake out of Dallas, Texas, she was consulting me uh, when the group disbanded, and she thought it would be a really great idea to just to continue to further expand my reach and who I was as, um, as a brand and an artist, and she thought it would be good to add that component. And so we got a chance to sit and talk with the doll maker, and she loved me, and uh, I sent over pictures and things like that from me as a child, and uh, so yeah, I have a license deal with them they use my likeness got a chance to um do a special edition christmas doll at the end of 2016 it sold out and uh it, it did good so but the, the 
the amazing thing about it though is attached to that is my um, women's empowerment work, empowering young girls as well. I got a chance to travel to different places to speak to young girls um, on behalf of the Kenya Doll brand and the Keandra Doll brand. So it's just really cool to be able to expand my reach yeah. and my ministry because it's not just for um, the church, it's for you know the world at large. Absolutely, and and that and that is key because you know it, it's great to um, you know to edify the church and to you know to encourage people. But at the end of the day, you have a, a lot of people out here in the world that are not even um, they don't know anything about the church, right. and so it's yeah. always good to be able to expand yourself in in whatever way to reach people who need it the most. We'll be right back to talk about you will heal, and first you must take a listen. heals all wounds but how long the pain hurts is up to you gotta know if it's all worth holding on to you need to let it go and let God see you through you will She'd never break your heart Blurred lines, no communication, immaturity Sorry doesn't cut it, but you gotta forgive and play your part You will heal The pain you thought wouldn't heal, will And you can start again, yeah, And begin to feel, yeah, you You can start again 
song is called you will heal and i'm just gonna jump right in with her because i want her to tell you all about it here we go tell us about this song because i'm gonna tell you i i went through some things recently uh, a couple years ago and this song really got me through and it really wow. got me through just knowing and listening to it every single day just to get that nugget that that i was going to heal even in a place when i couldn't see it i yeah. knew that i could heal it gave wow. me hope. Let's talk about your inspiration for this song. I mean, like, who did you write it for? Um, well, actually, it was one of the first songs that I wrote for uh, for the album. And I, all the music that I had done before then was more so focused uh, and after Zyl, Um And even the, the mixtapes that I did was more so, but all that body of work was focused on me, honestly, like proving who I was as an individual artist, proving that I am urban enough, you know, to do all of the sounds that, um, you know, I hadn't done with Zyl, because I'm not a traditional artist. I am an urban contemporary artist. I do yes. inspirational sounds, things like that. And so all those bodies of work was to prove that. This time, I wanted to come with substance. Um, I wanted to say something that would, you know, help, um, help people. And so if you listen to obviously have obviously you have but if you listen to both verses it's talking about um a relationship yes and so i wanted to come from that aspect or you know go in that direction because so many people deal with relationship woes but we don't heal properly yes and so i've been through those types of things and you know still had to you know give all of those things to god and so being that I've gone through it, you know, of course, like, why not write a song that is dedicated to that to help somebody else? And so um, that's where that came out of. Well, it came from a wonderful and beautiful and very much needed place. Um, you know, being involved in women's ministries and stuff like that, even, um, you know, ministries with men, um, there's there's a, a real healing place that needs to happen in regards to relationship yeah. and right. moving forward in life, you know. And you have one part of the song that says, um, time heals all wounds, but how yeah. the pain hurts, it's up to you. Right. Gotta know if it's all worth holding on to. Explain that to us. Um, actually, the line 
of that you mentioned, you know, got to know if it's all worth holding on to. Um, what I meant by that in which, you know, you got to know if it's all worth holding on to, like holding on to the bitterness, holding on to unforgiveness, because not even just with relationships between men and women, um, relationships between two friends, you know, like, uh, you know, platonic uh, friendships, you know, relationships. It's hard to forgive people at times, especially when they continue to do things over and over and over again. Yes. And you still, though, within yourself have to resolve, like, this. for me, it's over. I'm good. I'm, I'm not going to hold on to bitterness. I won't be unforgiving. And I still love you, no matter what. Yes. We ain't feeling hard no more, but that's cool. Like, I still love you. I'm good, you know? Well, that concludes our inspirational music highlight with Keandra Lockett. But guess what? She's going to stay around for Letters for Hope. We'll be right back. When I wake up in the morning, they don't fake it. I got to stop until I'm fake. But let me let us see another day. All the blessings you about to bring my way. Not letting me die in my sleep Putting food on my table Yeah, I got plenty of meat My family good, we living life to the fullest Ain't lacking nothing, my God, cause you be the truest Cause you the truth and never gon' lie You said if I asked that you would supply In spite of a drought, my crops getting watered Yeah, blessings flowing like water For teaching me patience and how to be a good father For giving me wisdom while raising my son and my daughter For protecting me when I was pulled over by the police Everybody can't say that, but I know that you did it for me In the midst of a pandemic, me and my wife be straight. We were down for a minute, but now we're great For giving me great examples on how to man up Many don't have that, I know I'm blessed, yep Many things you done, I'm grateful to you That's why I take this time to stop and thank you When I wake up in the morning, you know I'm faking Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every morning that I wake, I gotta go and get it. What I started for your kingdom, it's all part of business. Thank you, God, that never see me fall because you risen. Man, life is sweeter than Zach and Cody. Jake Kelsey, yeah, that is my Brody. Thank God, yeah, you killed the old me. Never tried to buy, but you ain't sold me. God, I'm under, it's a blessing that y'all always here for me. Even when I sin and hit the door, you stay right there to me. You don't need me, but you use me. I'm so lost, but God, I'm grateful. I'm just 20 at the moment. I know a lot would have think I'm able, but I'm able. I'm for you, just taking shots off for the team. It's just us against the world. Give me the ball, game shot on me. Yeah, let me pick up and pick up and pick up and kill it. God, you the light, you the way, you the realest. Yeah, you the realest. I'm thankful you did it. And my guy, he different. The game be the misfits. Let's when go. I wake up in the morning, you know Next up, we have Letters for Hope. I have a segment called um, Letters for Hope. 
And people write in with these letters and they kind of, it's kind of almost like a Dear Abby concept, but people write in and they have different issues. And I was going through some of them today and I found one that was really short and quick and it has a lot to do with the song. And so I'm sure she'll be listening and I wanted to allow you an opportunity as well as myself to inspire her in her situation. So I'm going to read it really quick. It says, Dear Hope, just weeks before our 15th anniversary... Of marriage, my husband told me he wanted to leave and he never really wanted to get married in the first place. As you can see, I am devastated. I have been begging him for years to show love and affection and must accept now that he never could because he really didn't. I want to heal, but it hurts so bad. I feel robbed of my youth and I'm feeling hopeless in Washington, D.C. Please help. Wow. Wow. Well, the Bible says that God is close to the brokenhearted. And so it's in these times that we should draw even closer and nearer to him because he has all the answers. We can go to our friends, we can go to our family members and, and seek out all the advice that, you know, that we need to, or that we feel that we need. But it is only in God that we can get the, the advice and the answers that we need. Um, honestly speaking, I've been in, you know, hurtful situations before as it relates to relationships of all kinds. And what I've noticed that really helped me was being in a posture of worship. Yes. Um, I was I was reading because I have the she uh, she reads. Um, I forgot how the what the name the title of this particular Bible, but it's a Bible that's um, for women. And uh, one of the the titles says um, how to have a softened heart. Most times our hearts are hardened because we're focused on our troubles. We're focused on the, um, on, on complaining, you know, for years and years, you know, your husband was, was not giving you love and not showing you affection and that can harden your heart. It can, yes, it, can. it ain't your fault, but it can definitely harden your heart. But the best way to soften your heart is by worshiping and getting before God. And I've realized in times of worship where I was thinking about the hurt and the offense and didn't want to let it go. But even praying still like God through this hurt and this pain, I still worship. Yes. Through my, my, my issues and my my grit, my holding a grudge and, and being bitter, Lord, I still give you honor and praise. And and by the time you get up off the floor, by the time you get out of worship, yes, Lord. you feel a whole lot better. And so it's only in that. See, and we think that, and I, I, I do subscribe to therapists, I do, but it is only in times of worship that God can deal with your heart. No, can no therapist deal with your heart. God is the creator of your heart. Absolutely. He's the creator and uh, the creator of your beginning and your end and knew all the things that would happen to you. And so only he can deal with that. You can sit and talk to a therapist for sure because we need people to talk to. But it is only in worship that he can soften your heart. And, and that's what is deep. Absolutely. And I mean, beautifully said, you know, in those times, you know, it, it you can't want to heal and find it hard to. But I promise yeah. that every day gets easier, every day gets better, and you yeah. just have to truly, like you said, worship and incorporate God into that healing, and it yeah. will come, and it will come, and you'll find yourself new and fresh, and um, and, it, and it is true, um, joy comes in the morning. Amen. Thank you so <laughs> much. I appreciate you, and um, looking forward to seeing so much greater with you. Thank you. Likewise. All right. Thank oh, how can people get in touch with you? Um, you can follow me on all of my social media accounts. That's at Keandra Lockett. That's 
and I also have a clothing line as well called Jolie Noir. And so you can follow us there. Um, not only do we sell clothing, but we have a movement and um, a mission for uh, black women. So um, I, I think it's really good to follow us, if not purchasing anything, but just to be um, encouraged. Okay. So that's Jolie X Noir Apparel, J-O-L-I-E-X-N-O-I-R-E Apparel. Okay. And that's on Instagram as well, right? Yes, that's Instagram. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I will make sure I put your links up and so people can um, can find you there and follow you as well. Thank you. All right. Thank you and be blessed. You too. Bye-bye. So next week, we got Alana Rose, my Voices of Fire sister from Netflix's Voices of Fire. She is going to be on as one of our inspirational people um, that we're going to highlight. She is an awesome, awesome sister and woman of God. Um, also, we're going to have Kathy Harris, the CEO and founder of the My Help, My Hope Foundation. She's been on Dr. Oz and is a domestic violence warrior. Do y'all hear me? For the kingdom of God. And we are excited about having her here for the Unsung Hero series. We are so honored to have them on the show next week. So y'all make sure y'all come on back. You know what I'm saying? Go to adosahope.org. Look around. Send me a message. So until we meet again, just know... You have been dosed. So you say that life is over And you feel like giving up Trials of life has got you in a whirlwind You are stressed out and depressed and you keep failing the test And you have to start out over again Aren't you tired of going in circles? And you can't see your way out You're going crazy You need to chill out Before you make the wrong decision Fall on your knees and pray Let me y'all that I was so green when it came to doing this podcasting, but Anchor has made it so, so, so easy for me. I mean, it's free, first of all. And also there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, which makes it extremely easy. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And guess what? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's what I'm talking about. So it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So I'm telling y'all, if this is what you want to do, carry yourself on over, okay, to the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Your dream awaits.